Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the Hot Block Commander. How you wanna end up on a two-hour show and keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level? Both with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the Fab Five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The 4 for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys diversified and educated. Year was good, War Room family. You're once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the boy Dev Mack, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brothers. Got Jimmy the Blueprint. Got B. Austin. Be in the building in just a minute. Uh, March Madness is behind us, and we are in the final week of the NBA regular season. So it's a hoop day. Sit back, relax. Bust it up again with your brothers in the war room, the greatest man cave in the history of civilization. Episode 674 starts right now. You can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the By the Hood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Or you can join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 15 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline because this will be another short one. Uh, we, most of us are on location, so, you know, we're going to get in, get out, but we're going to talk that sports. Uh, so, uh, that number as usual, three, two, three, four, one, zero, 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 one, two. What up fam? What's going on? Did it work? Oh, Yo, what's what up, up son? What up? What up? Yeah. yeah. What's going on? The power set. I'm on a war well, Andy tour with so Muhammad, my man. Going to each and every. <laughs> my, oh, my best. <laughs> That Jim, you was trying. You, they was trying to tow truck you. <laughs> yo, tow, 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 booted me like for no reason. Like it just said, yo, just like, like multiple times. But I'm here, tow. So F O H, tow. Yeah. <laughs> I said I'm on. I'm on location. I'm up at the crib. I'm up in 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 sunny. Well, it's not sunny, but it's hot. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Philadelphia. Yo, <laughs> Been up here for the week. Yo, Jim, you, you just jumped off a 80s. plane. Dog, I just got off the plane. The crazy part is I was in Vegas last, last, this last week, and it was like in the 50s, and I get back to Philly, it's in the 80s. It's like between yo, the time change, the, the weather world. change, and the fact the that, world is yo, the world is wild. Dog, it, it, was, it was in the 50s and dreary the entire time I was in Vegas over the last week. I get back to the crib, and it's in the 80s. I'm like, yo, something wrong. It was 50 and dreary in Vegas. How you come back to hotter temperatures to, uh, on the East Coast? That's crazy, man. Global, global warming crazy. is real. Yo, so not according to the Republicans. <laughs> bad climate week for the change. Globe. Climate change is a thing. Bad week for YouTubers. Yo, one YouTuber, one YouTube prank dude got shot, and one dude allegedly has been captured by the Taliban. The the one captured by the Taliban, he's the dude who prides himself in his channel. He goes to the most dangerous places in the world, and now him and I believe two other people are have been captured by the Taliban. Like I said, another YouTuber yeah. at home has been shot trying to pull a prank on somebody in a mall. Is it worth it? The views and the clicks and the likes and, you know, yo, and the money. Not, though, but we got, we, yo, but we got, yo, we got we to be honest, gotta, though, right, well, Dev? Mm-hmm. 
because me and Deb used to watch them joints and be laughing like, yo, and we used to wonder, like, why this hasn't happened sooner. Because some right. of them YouTubers be going <laughs> to some wild spots. Yo, they be going to some wild spots, bro. And I ain't going to front. I would give them views. I'd be in the crib watching, like, yo, why are you in the middle of a gang territory in a, in a, in a uh, you know, a little shanty town somewhere, like, off the, the ivory coast? Like, yo, they be in some <laughs> wild spots. So, yo. you know, and it is interesting to watch, but I'm shocked this hasn't happened sooner. Right. Right. Now, with that being said, because this has become a story, though, like his views go up, that everybody like runs to his channel, like he's probably making all kinds of bread. Oh, I guarantee you, he's he's making more money. Yeah, he's (laughs) he's making more money (laughs) while he's while he's down on both knees with a sack over his head than than he ever made before that. So, they put you they put you on they had you on camera. They don't even play no games. Yeah, they were the original Listen, YouTubers. For real, for real. Yo, John, I, I just want to quote the great philosopher John David Jackson. Money, the root of all evil anymore. Attention is. And I'm going to continue to say that line. Yo, that's fabulous' greatest contribution to popular culture, in my opinion. And he has some great songs and some great bars. But that, not, not, yo, not, not Emily and her BBL? He do some... Do some great punches too, but that's that's another story. Um, that joint, yo, that joint gonna pop. But yo, I, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't even know what to say to that. I've watched Bull as well. Um, we've often said, you know, cats running up on people with, for pranks that just probably wouldn't fly in our day and age, and and I guess generationally it became cool in a sense because these cats don't know how to fight anymore. But because they don't know how to fight, they'd be exercising their pointer fingers, which is even more dangerous. But the the prank ones are, you know, I I don't understand that because a lot of times when somebody do buck up at these dudes, they scream, it's a prank, it's a prank, it's a video. And some of them dudes be like, oh, oh, my bad, shake his hand. That would probably make me more angry. Like because of the ignorant stuff you were about to do, you were going to do it in front of a million people? Like, that makes me more upset. Yeah, but, like, but guess what, though? You you also don't want to get caught on camera beating the ass. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh. I do. Basically, what you're saying is I'm being recorded. <laughs> All right, let me chill then, because you might be on live. Right, right. But, you know, I don't understand the ones that, that shake their hands after that. that. You, you know, These give them a warning. You know the boy we be laughing at? The boy we be laughing at who be like, you, you heard what I said. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's funny. I can't even, I can't, I can't even fake. He hilarious. Yo, he, yo, he, he's funny because he don't even be having no phone. He be on his hand. Like, yo, yeah, you heard what about, I said. Yo, he be having his finger in his ear talking about, I'm on the phone. But he's gotten so blatant <laughs> with it. Like, a couple of people, like, he touches them and say something that's on their body and then try to say, I ain't talking to you. I'm on the phone. Like, yo, but you I'm just tapped this boy's leg talking about what size is your shoe. <laughs> like, yo, yo, I knocked Buddy, knock buddy in the red shirt out. Like, what the right, oh, You heard what I said. Right, oh, right. no, no, I'm on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, he funny. He definitely funny. I get caught. I, I, I be in that rabbit hole a lot. I don't know. I, that's Yo, algorithm, the algorithm be grabbing you by the ankle. Yo, yeah, yeah, we yeah. trash, dog. We we trash because we we consume the trash. Even you know, we we yeah. the funny thing is we we talk dirty about them even though we part of the problem. Uh, oh okay. yeah, and I All mean because right. we're the reason they keep doing it because they getting they getting their exactly. views. Exactly. But I watch it in amazement. Like, yo, why are they doing this? But yeah, sometimes it's sometimes it's just like, all right, this is silly. But some of them, like the dude you just said, he's funny. He's funny. No, no it's I, the one boy you can just tap. 
the one boy you sent me this past week was drawn, and the thing is, he wasn't even that funny. Like, he was walking up taking people's food, and right. the boy he's in the food to... court was about to beat the brakes off of him. Like, one boy yeah. pulled a strap on him. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's he's not gonna make it to tomorrow. Shout out to Aaron Jackson. Yeah, he's not even <laughs> funny though. It's, it's, and that's the thing, like you can, like you you're not even you're not even funny with it. You just you just drawing. Yeah, you you got to be funny like my man, man, walking around on his finger talking about I'm on the phone. <laughs> you heard what I said. You heard what I said. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing is, you know, he's like, so, like, 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 <laughs> like I take buddy girl. <laughs> No, one dude one dude was like in Home Depot or something with his dog and he was like on the floor looking at something. He bends over talking about I take buddy dog and then and then bent over and said, And you stink. He said the boy stink. No, he took the, he took the dog off the leash and let it chase the boy. He probably got bit by a pit. All right, but Yo, yeah, you gotta watch you gotta look at them joints, P. He gonna get yeah, he gonna get crying, beat up one yo. day, but but he funny. Yeah, at least. I'm over here crying. I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm watching. Do you you know the boy that rolls up on celebrities at the bar and be like, "Give me thirty bottles of Henny." Oh yeah, seven, he's funny. <clears throat> he's funny too. And four it is on his bottles tab. of Ciroc and put it on his tab. You know he Jimmy. He owned a casino. Okay, <laughs> I didn't know that, but I, I, fig, I figured I figured he had to um, be some. I figured he had to be somebody because he had access to a lot of different folks. I'm like, why is dude always around these certain folks? And he he be around a listers. It's not like he around, you know, yeah, he little, little neighbor. He be around a listers. I'm like, all right, he had to be somebody. All right, bottom line, man, YouTubers, be careful out there, man. Chill. Try to get these views, and, yeah, and if you're not gonna be yo, careful, be funny. Like, you know, don't get murked and <laughs> your channel be trash. Like. That don't even make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lisa let us I, laugh at you, yo. You heard what I, yeah, you heard what yeah, I say, YouTube. You heard what I said. I, I take buddy girl. All right, before we get started, we got to remind you that whether you would have live or not, anytime on demand, you can still check out archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network, either on our own website at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms. So there's never an excuse to miss an episode of The War Room. Tissue in the tape if you're a hip-hop head, the Broad Street Line, and Superstars if you're into Philly sports, John Appetit if you call yourself a foodie, on the couch with the Wilsons if you want them to watch everything so you don't have to. <laughs> if you know, you know. But uh, check out the network. All right, these hot topics, though, are brought to you by my bookie. War Room family, it's time for y'all to make some money sports betting at my bookie. If you still haven't checked out my bookie, then it's time to stop wasting time. Place a bet. Lay a prop bet down on which YouTuber going to get murked first. It's like, no, I'm joining the War Room and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get your money fast with no hassle. They even have live in-game betting. So you can place wagers a little bit after the game starts. Join now. MyBookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all word, all, excuse me, <laughs> All caps, one word. To activate this offer, visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it. All right, the NCAA tournament. I can put tournaments on that. The men's and women are behind us. Uh, shout out to the LSU women who won their first ever national title by beating Caitlin Clark and the Iowa uh, women's team. Shout out to the UConn men. What's this, number five for UConn? Uh, they beat San Diego State University. The crazy part about that, fellas, we talked about 
the parody and the fact that you had three out of the four final four participants on the men's side, you know, um, being pretty new to, to being that far in the tournament. And of course, with a 75% chance that we'd get some new blood in the winner's circle, of course, UConn ends up winning it and winning it pretty easily over San Diego State University. Um, uh, one of the big stories, uh, Cousins win titles on back-to-back nights, Angel Reese for LSU and her cousin, Jordan Hawkins, for UConn um, on back-to-back nights, but national championships home to their family. So, you know, shout out to them. Put you know, food on their family. <laughs> putting, putting some food on their family. Um, but the number one story, and the crazy part, you know, the number one story is coming from the women's side. And, and not only is the number one story coming from the women's side, the women actually broke some records uh, during this uh, final game. So after the, the buildup to this national championship game between LSU and Iowa, the game ended up delivering as far as the ratings are concerned. Um, you know, LSU beat them 102.85, but uh, the game drew 9.9 million viewers, which makes it the most watched women's college basketball game on record. Uh, on the streaming side, the game was the most watched sporting event, men's or women's, in the history of ESPN+. Plus. Um, the broadcast had 12.6 million viewers. They said this game drew over 4 million more viewers than the previous women's college basketball record, which took place during the national championship game between UConn and Oklahoma. So what's crazy about that, people finally sat down and tuned in to watch women's basketball, which might be the reason why the number one story of the Final Four has been talked about by pretty much everybody in America, and it seemed like people won't stop. And, of course, that's the whole Angel Reese taunting controversy where late in the game when they had it in hand against Iowa, uh, she sought out Caitlin Clark and gave her the the you-can't-see-me hand gesture. She gave her the, the ring. She was pointing to her ring finger saying, you know, they were about to win that national title hand gesture. And social media and wherever else you can get your opinion off blew up for the next four or five days following that. Now, the, the, the part of the story that it seems like a lot of people on social media either forgot, conveniently omitted, was the fact that that was Caitlin Clark's celebration. You know, after they beat South Carolina, after they beat Louisville, you know, she went by their bench giving them the you-can't-see-me uh, gesture. But now that Tony it's Yale. given back to her, you know, there was a lot of talk about it. A lot of people, I mean, and a lot of notable pundits, a lot of notable uh, people in the industry um, had an opinion calling Angel Reese classless. I think Keith Oberman was one of them. Um, is that who said something that, that Sam Jackson fired back at, Jim? Yeah, Sam Sam clapped yeah. him all up. Um, everybody <laughs> clapped him all up. Shaq clapped him all up. So, so what, what was y'all Yo, thought about that? Was this one of those, right, so, you know, when they do it, it's okay when we do it. It's 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 a problem. It's classless. It's, so so first off, first off, let's, let's start by this. 
<laughs> Everything is. I, I first of all, I just want to start. I just want to start and say congratulations to LSU for one, and congratulations. Actually, congratulations. Um, just just in general to the entire tournament because I see the I see the shift. It was like, leading up to this, there was a shift, right? Yeah. And this is almost like the bird magic moment because although this controversy points out what we already know about this country, this is it also She's saving them. Yeah, exactly. I thought that sounds crazy. And I've never seen, again, I was in Vegas when this game took place, and I've never seen anything like this where it's a bunch of dudes, all different cultures, races, are in the sports book around the TV going crazy over women's hoops. I say, yo, what is going on? Like, I've never seen anything like that. But and, did it you know, take what, um, you, what you call, Jim, the, the bird and magic effect? Does it take that to get people in? Does it have to be a big corn-fed all-white team versus a pretty much all-black team I mean, but to I bring this country to think, attention? Is that Yes, and I'm going to tell you why, because that's how you get attention to it, and then it grows from there. You need right. that, um, that tipping point. And this is America. You have to have a growth. racial element to get attention. Yeah, you have, even even more than race, one of the things that we love about sports are the stories. Mm-hmm. And this provided so many stories with, like, you know, Dawn Staley in South Carolina, how her team was treated before before this. Some of the things that were said about her team, like, there were a lot of storylines going into this. Um, the ladies have done a great job in terms of marketing. When you when we're on socials every day, like, we see Dawn, you know, throwing the crazy, uh, the, 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 the pop culture fits on, and we all love that. Shout out to uh, Texas's coach. Um, this ain't got nothing to do with her, but we got to shout her out anyway because you know what she do to the gram. Um, but it's like they've done a great job in marketing their their product, which is women's hoops. Which you know, she I ain't gonna lie to you. One of the things I thought about and I saw, man, listen, and she can, <laughs> I knock her out the park without question. Listen, so um, one of the things that I no one of the mark. things that I thought about in watching. Because even in our group chat, like, we're talking about women's hoops. And I'm like, yo, this is wild. Like, one of the things I thought about, I thought about Kobe. I'm like, damn, Kobe's somewhere smiling, yo, because this is what he, you know, was dedicating his life to. And I think this is that point. And, you know, a lot of it, a lot of the credit, LSU, South Carolina, but a lot of it got to go to Caitlin Clark, too, because let's not front like she ain't a hooper. And she's like Steph Curry, dog. Like, she, 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 she's 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 sick with it. But the thing I will say is the one thing I respect about her, and this ain't really about her, it's about LSU, is out of all these people, these pundits, these folks that are getting mad, you know who ain't mad? It's her. I saw her, and she was like, look, it's part of the game. It is what it is. Like, she's a hooper. It's a hooper. game. But then the only part that I didn't like, though, and you get trashed all, up the, all the regular cats on socials, especially, you know, our people, they try to make it act like she was a part of the, the, the complaining faction when she wasn't. She never said anything about it. Like, you know, she, Dog, I saw her get interviewed. Her, her right. interview, she was like, yeah, I, I, I'm a, we didn't win. I don't want to go to the White House because we didn't win. That's not what it's about. And, you know, that's part of the game. Like, she's a, she's a, she's a hooper. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, she's a hooper. I kind of wish other people would give her props for that because of other people's reaction. Yeah, so it was like, People kind of try to throw her in there, like, "Well, you can't dish it. You can dish it and can't take it." Nobody ever said that. Nobody I mean, ever. We're said playing that. a we're playing a race we're playing a race card because it was dealt to us. So you know, and I know I'm gunning, so I'm a chill. But the thing that bothered me the most is that the is at the end of the day, these are still young women. 
Like, mm-hmm. men coming out calling people pieces of shit and saying you're classless. Right. Like, Yo, y'all talking about right. kids. Y'all talking right. about kids, dog. Like, they important. You might as well put your sheet on your head, dog. Well, that's why it, it it went it definitely went overboard. Now for me, Matt, B, you know you 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 got a son in, in sports. Do you have a problem with that type of behavior on the court? Um, Pitch, no. Wherever you you know. No no no. I think there's nuance and context around it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a time and place for everything. You're in a highly heated and contested back and forth, and that ish talking is helping to motivate you and get you, and that's a part of your game. Great. But, um, but that, that would be, that's actually the part that a lot of people tried to complain about because they were no longer in the heat of the game. Like she sought her out when it was pretty much in the well, bag and, and did and, that. And I said, con- yeah, and I said context and nuance. So for her, for this particular example, um, Angel Reese gave a pretty intelligent breakdown of why exactly why she did it. Caitlin Clark is known for kind of front running and, and, and talking ish. And, and I don't have a problem with it. First of all, I think that she's amazing as a player. We all, we all have given her her props. She, she's tough. She's amazing. But she did that to a couple of Angel Reese's friends and Angel Reese was getting her back for her friends in the ACC. And I don't have a problem with it at all. Listen, if you're going to talk ish, then or or I'm going to talk ish. Yo, shut me up, shut me up with your play. But here, here's make, the thing: make though. me look like a fool. The mm. thing about it, Dev, is let's be mm-hmm. honest. Like this whole thing is is like <laughs> this, the whole the whole the whole story. The reason this is a story is really about sexism and racism. Let's face right. it. Well, it is. It's, it's, because, it's, it's racist. Because part racism. of it, part you of have it is five, You have five white, five, a starting five white girls from Iowa where the Republican caucus takes place, and you got an all-black team <laughs> except for one white girl on the roster in LSU. This is black versus white. Then you have the president's first lady that says, oh, we should invite the loser to the White House. Why? Because you relate to middle American white folks who for the first time see – you know, the great white hype or great white hope on that stage versus all blacks who dominate in the So it's a quintessential racial battle set up but also, in a time. That part, but also the sexism and the fact is we don't want our women to kind of behave aggressive like that, right? So it's sexism in this too, right? So, but for me, one of the reasons so many people were into it were because so of the characters and because of the way they were treating. Like they like, yo, these women out here, they balling and they talking crazy. Like, so we love we love characters and we love storylines in our sports, right? Steph Curry does this to people every game when he shoots a three and so they can't see him. Like he literally does it every and we and we applaud mm-hmm. it. But we we expect our women to behave differently and play the game a certain way. But that's also the reason. Well, why for the most well, part, we don't. I, I, for, for me though, it wasn't. I don't know that. I don't know that. that hold on. I don't, I don't know that that's the case though, Jimmy, because you brought in the racism and sexism piece. So maybe for Angel it was. But people love when Caitlyn does that. They don't have a problem with her doing it. She's done it all season. See, and this this she where I, no, I, I don't want the listeners to to twist me up because. There is a distinct difference. I don't want to twist you up like, either. 
there is there is a distinct difference, and that's why I asked you that, B, because that, that's the first thing I go to when I see stuff like this. I'm, All right, I got kids that play sports now. Like, mm-hmm. would I would I be cool with you know my son doing that in that in that situation? And I had to to be honest. I had to be honest and say, no, I wouldn't. Like, I, I kind of mm-hmm. think like, yo, you, you know, you following ball around doing this, you know, during the heat of the game for me, that's a little bit different. Like, even, even recently, like, uh, Chase was in the game and he had some, you know, they, you know, they were playing rough or whatever. They knocked him down a few times. He didn't get a call. He come back. He takes him out of the dribble, get fouled again, don't get a call, but screams and one in the ball face and, the, and gets a technical. I'm cool with that. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. emotion. You know what I'm saying? That's just raw emotion. Yeah. But at the same time, where I can say, okay, if with Angel Rita, if that was my son or daughters, I'd have an issue. But at the same time, I had to take Angel Reese's back because of how things got on social media, how people started to talk about it, because now they're starting to make it something that it's not. Like It's like, mm-hmm. okay, if that's, if that's mine, I'm like, all right, chill right now. But like Jim said, classless POS and you know, the, the names that she's getting called and how serious people are making it, even though, like we said, it's probably saving their sport. But at some point it's going to be like saving their sport to her at her expense because, you know, people want to keep yeah, acting like she's something show. that she's not. But she's taking it. I like how she's show. taking it well. I don't think she's going to let it. Not you know, so, crazy. so here's the thing, though, right? So I, I get what you're saying. And, and you know, I feel like, yo, if you don't want nobody to do that, then put them in a position where they can't do that, right? I, I grew up mm-hmm. playing in certain leagues where that was light work. I mean, even even on the public stage, like, if, if, if what he did was bad, what do you call what KG did his entire career, high school, college, no, not college, high school and the pros? I mean, but we've also come up, if we see people taunting pretty much after the game, we've seen rumbles from that too, though. Oh yeah, yeah. But again, that's still all suited in the motion. now the other thing about it is she's running the bag up. She has she has a whole brand called like the Bayou Barbie where she has like she sells merch and all that. She didn't cross a million followers on TikTok and I she's running the bag up right now and yeah, yeah, it's making her is. brand more popular. And she's um she's like staying ten toes down. She told like Jill Biden F O H, she clapping back at everybody and um I love the way she's taking it. On a couple, it is like um, a couple, couple my, of my, Because remember, yeah, my thoughts yeah, just I now are like. With that. Go, go ahead, there. My, I'm, my I'm, thoughts I'm, just I'm, now I'm is, like I said, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want kids, you know, that are mine or kids that I'm coaching, to do that kind of stuff. But I think in this whole thing, like Caitlin, you can't be mad at anything like that because you do it all the time. And she's and she isn't, so I'm like, okay, yeah, know. and that's the thing, she's not, right? Yeah. And, she, and she's not, so it's like, the person that y'all want to be mad is not mad, so it's like everybody's mad for her, and she realizes, hey, I, I do the same thing, so you know, what can I say? So that's not what I'm saying. I, I wouldn't want mine to do that, but if you're doing it, Yo. the person that you're doing it to, you're doing it because you're pretty much copying them. They don't have a right to get mad. And in this situation, and, and what I'll say know, is this, right? So, so I kind of commend her. For I that was too. familiar with uh with with her because yeah, of uh her teammate Flo- <clears throat> her teammate Flowers. I'm a fan of her like hip hop wise because she got bars for days. Oh, yeah. And so I so I've seen the chick Angel Reese on social. And what's crazy about it is, 
this is who she is. It, this, she's this tournament unapologetic really, herself. She's unapologetically. She talks she trash. More. She has fun. <laughs> yeah, like this is this is. If you go back into her saying this isn't something that she did on the stage. She is being who she is. Like right. she's a monster. She's a she's a double double machine. She averaging like twenty five and fourteen. Like she, you know, what I mean, like she she's a monster. She talks trash. She has fun. She's brash, and that's another piece to this. Be Austin. This country and this world do not like in your face aggressive brash black athletes, right? Yeah, whether yeah, yeah. Whether okay, yeah, yeah. Whether that's the yeah, honorable yeah, yeah. Muhammad, we we they they feel like all of us should yeah, yeah, be yeah. humble and be happy that we're no, no, able we gonna to talk, participate at this level. We're gonna talk about. We gonna talk about that. I, I talked trash. Yep. Crazy when I was playing ball. Because the, 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 humility, the humility piece, humility as a concept has been misused and sold to black people the world over. And because we don't have an understanding of truly what humility is, it's funny because I was having this conversation today. Humble doesn't mean that you dim your light or dumb yourself down. Humble means that you yeah. give credit to the most high for giving you the ability to be on the stage and do what it is that you do, right? So you yeah, give like credit to God, but I'm here, and this is who I am. You don't change yourself. You don't. But we have been taught that we should dumb ourselves down, and, and it's kind of funny. Like, I look at – I use the Brazilian national team uh, and, and Brazilian footballers as my example, right, because I'm just calling it what it is, white folks in football, in soccer, have an issue with the fact that Brazilians and some South Americans and definitely Africans dance every chance they get in celebration of goals and big plays in soccer. No, it's not to rub your face in it. No, it's not to show you up. You feel bad because you're inferior. They're just Mm. celebrating what they've accomplished, celebrating the moment, celebrating being there to Dev's point, allowing emotion to be a part of a fun and loving sport, right? So us as a people, bringing it back home to black folks, we have been taught coming out of slavery. Now, don't don't you guys raise your heads up too high, man. Just be yeah, thankful exactly. we're allowing you to be here. Just be thankful we're we're allowing you. So Caitlin, Caitlin didn't get pulled into it because she knows she's a hooper, and we know the influence that black people and black culture have had on hoops. Even if you come in from Iowa with five starting white girls, at some point Caitlin has played with with you know who. She's played with, so she and knows she, what time she, it is. She she studied black folks. She had to. She studies. Yeah, she know she know what time it is. So you are a shit talker as a part of your game, and there's nothing wrong with that. You just have to be built to take and accept what you dish out, and she is. Right. So salute to her. Salute as far as Angel Reese is concerned, man. Man, talk your shit, baby girl. Like, do and that's the, do the what thing you be. do. It's like I'm. Mm-hmm. I, what I don't like about the conversation that happened this week, like I said, the people who try to drag Caitlyn into it as if you know, like you're defending her or something like that, and then well, the people on our side turns into black and white. Yeah, and, and that's that's the thing. It always turns. We we we've been doing that. we've been doing this long enough to know that. The white folks that listen to us are going to have a problem. Not, and when I say white, well, I'm speaking generally, not all of y'all, but the white folks in general are going to have a problem with the position we take. 
the black folks, the black protectionists are going to have a problem with the position we take because we're going to analyze and talk from both sides and both and, and multiple perspectives. So and both of those groups are, are the ones that that irked me this week because you had, like I said, you had the people on one side who think they're defending her, and then you had the people on our side who dragged her into it. Like you got to be able to take what you dish. When both of them couldn't be more wrong, you're not defending her because she does it all the time. And you, you're not telling, you know, you can't tell her to take what she dished because she took it better than all of y'all. She does. She not one of the not only does she do it, not only she do it, she came out and said she was cool with what happened. Like you know, so so I mean, but at the end, I even try to be, I even try to be understanding of that when I see like our folks respond the way they respond because I understand why we respond the way we respond because. Too, too many times we don't we 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 do get like bulldozed over. We and, we, and we on the short end of the shit. We and a lot of them, the do, and a lot of them, Jim do play the victim so when something happens. We like this. we, we, we on the short end so much. Because that's a funny part. That's a natural response. That's a reflexive response. In a lot of cases, it's defensive, right? And I get why we're defensive, yeah. but it's so funny. I seen the boy, and I was dying laughing. Boy wrote up a whole dissertation on what happened and why we got to protect Angel Reese. And then at the very end of this long dissertation, he put pictures with it and everything on Facebook. He's like, I ain't see the game know what y'all was talking about, but this is my perspective. I'm like, yo, you didn't see it. Yeah, and I do got to give Shorty props, though, because you got to hold her under 40 to beat her, apparently. <laughs> yo, yo, you got hold her under 40 to beat her. Hey, that's but crazy. My, my last yeah. point on this because I just thought about it, you know, while y'all were talking, and I could fully admit, like, when I, you know, like I said, when I asked myself, like, how would I feel if my kids, you know, did something like that? First of all, I still look at them through the lens of where they are right now. So I'm probably thinking that way because, you know, you never won anything important. You never played for anything important, but. LSU and Angel Reese just won the most important game in their sport. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, so I'm kind of thinking about it now. Like, uh, if 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 Chase just won the national chip, I don't know. I might run out on the court and t t t Morant with him. Like, yo, yo, I got it, y'all garbage. <laughs> yeah, yo, myself, I ain't gonna lie. We, yo, we would turn into Danny Swift. I'm about to say, I might team around with him. Anybody who said anything we in the last into, ten weeks, we turn into yeah. Danny Swift's drawing ass dead. And let's keep it. Let's keep it. A, let's keep it. A, let's keep it a stack. That Natty, as it stands right now, is in, in women's college. I mean, women's hoops. That's even more important than the WNBA chip. We historically it we celebrated. It's going to help well, them that too. Yo, it's you, you help said, them. You said it, Jimmy. I wasn't even going to shoot at the WNBA like that. It's going to help them you too. Damn, you damn sure right. Don't nobody care about a WNBA LSU. But we LGBT, listen. We, we, we remember all the UConn teams, Tennessee teams. Like the women's natty was like always in that. In, Yo, in women's hoops was like the know, crowning achievement. I don't know who the WNBA champion is, <laughs> and never has. I think I've it's never been this way, Without jumping the gun, if the WNBA and women's hoops in general just takes this giant leap in the next, you know, no, five years, won't. this was an anomaly. I, it might be, you know, but, so, but if it doesn't, so. they're going to owe it to this to this tournament. To they this they will owe it to this, but to women can't. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you, tell you why jump. I think that. I'll, I'll tell you why I think that this may have been the tipping point to kind of help their sport right. overall. Now, is it going to become as popular as the NBA? Not right now, but I think that it is going to see no. a leap. First of all, for one, 
Caitlin and Angel both got to come back to school next year. Like, yeah. like neither one of them are seniors, right? So they're coming back to school. So and then and South Carolina be back in the mix. So next season in college hoops is going to be lit because now we got eyes on it. So what do you do two, with it? Two, say, and everybody's going to be wondering what's going to happen. So they're going to their ratings going to be up listen, again. And I, I'm listen. I'm watching Texas, but that's either here nor there. But no, so. <laughs> I mean, everybody. That ain't got nothing to do with basketball. Be, I'm watching. With a camera trained on the bench. With a camera trained on the bench. I don't know what happened. So, I don't know the score. Yo, I don't but, know what happened but in the, the game. Is, though, I don't even the know point the point players. Is, though, yeah. And I was wondering this, Dev. Like when they when they see this, I don't even know her name. Moment. <laughs> me, yo, me even. When, it, when, it, when you when you her. see this big moment, right? <laughs> no, it's a donkey. When you see this big moment, like does the WNBA executive like are they? Are they in a group chat or something like, yo, what do we do now? Like, we got to somehow, you know what I mean? Like, you got to invite him out to a game. Like, you got to do something to kind of um, take this energy and do something with it. You know what I'm saying? Yo, like, the, yo Jimmy, I'm going to keep keeping it a thousand. I, I've, I've hooped with WNBA players like Shamika Hosklaw and, and all of them, and, and they are great at what they do. They're, could, they're, they're, they're good basketball players. But they're the equivalent of us in our prime. I ain't the equivalent of an NBA player in prime. But that doesn't I'm matter in terms of the product, though, B. Like, that doesn't matter in terms of the product. It does matter in terms of the product. No, no, I'm going to tell you why it doesn't. I'm going to tell you okay. why it doesn't because one of the things about this tournament watching it was the competitiveness, the grittiness of the players. Is not that they can fly and dunk on each other. And when you look at what the NBA product has become, when it is running around shooting threes all over the place, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give you the the uh, the opportunity here if because I'm I'm totally the opposite from y'all. But if I see the other perspective, the opportunity here is the men's product has become so bad that there is a window of opportunity for women. But I'm still of the opinion, yo dog, it ain't it ain't it's six foot men in the league that can fly, that sit on the bench. Like, and, and that <laughs> athleticism is what makes the Six difference. Six-foot men in the league who in the G League who can fly. <laughs> Shout who out to Mac McClung. Mac, Mac McClung can't even get a run, nor probably should. Yo, but, but is that what we're looking for? Are we looking for competitive, like in my, my B. Austin voice, competitive greatness? Like, all that so, doesn't equal competitive greatness. No. So. Dog, I'm not trying to look at somebody break break somebody down simply and go for an old man an old head layup. Like yo, I, but that was I, I lit though. That. Like why yo? I can do that. I can do that. Watch Iowa play, dog. Was, Jimmy, they was running. Jimmy, I know I'm way past my prime, but I could I could do that. Jim, he also not down with Jelly Fam. He's not down with Jelly Fam. <laughs> I'm trying to see flyers. <laughs> All right. Either way, man. Shout out to LSU. Shout out to Angel. Boy, hold, hold on. We, we can't hold this topic bag. without shoot. We gotta shoot at Doctor at Doctor Jill. I'm gonna need y'all bars on Doctor. Well, Jill. That, that's a part of the show later, man. We're gonna shoot at Jill later. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a part of the show later. It's, we got it. Joe and, um, we definitely Joe wanted to Jill. give another shout out to another big. Event that happened this weekend, man. Shout out to WrestleMania. What was it? WrestleMania 39. Um, and I'm giving a shout out because I actually gave it a chance. I watched WrestleMania on Saturday and Sunday evening, probably about 
two hours each. Um, it was it was pretty entertaining for somebody who's not a fan of wrestling. It was it was pretty entertaining. You can kind of tell why the diehards are the diehards. Um, I don't think I could ever at this point become one of the diehards. Um, but I, I'm not going to front because WrestleMania is in Philly next year. And I was saying to myself, like, yo, I would go just because it's in Philly. And I would go. No, I was saying I would go because it's in Philly and just to say I've been to a WrestleMania. Because don't get it twisted. WrestleMania has become one of the bigger events in sports. Like, it's almost like the Olympics where cities are, like, WWE makes cities bid to get WrestleMania. So, like, it's that crazy. And they do it at football stadiums, not in arenas. Their regular shows are in arenas. WrestleMania is in football stadiums. But I don't think I could, though, because each night is, like, six, seven hours long. I can't sit in a, a stadium for six or seven hours. And in between matches, this is where they lost me. In between matches, it was always a lot of fluff, long storytelling. Like, I didn't even see the main event because I fell asleep during the fluff that led up to the main event. So like I said, I can see why the diehards are the diehards. I'll never be that, but you know, and I don't, you know, there's no promise well, that I'll ever watch another WrestleMania, within, but shout out to it. It was, it was air, entertaining for what it is. Within that air quote sport, because I don't even really want to call it a sport, like, you know, it's, it's sports entertainment, as they call right. it, but within that sport, um, it's basically a male soap opera. So the storytelling is everything. So, for you who's not like a diehard, you're like, yo, this is fluff. I ain't got time for this. But for them, a lot of them, if you talk to them, they're more into that than they are the matches. No, and, like, and they definitely are, but they're, those people are around for this stuff when it happens. And that's what I'm saying. Like, in between these matches at WrestleMania, it's not the dudes talking trash to each other. It's them recapping all of that stuff that happened to get everybody here. So all the diehards already know this story. They're just doing this because they got to get the ring ready from how they trashed it in the last one or, you know, last match. But the diehards know these stories because every week during the shows that they watch, it leads up to all of this. So if you're not into that and they're just showing you the recap, you're like, all right, y'all, just, you know, I just want to see some rumbling right now. So, no, I, I get you. It's definitely that. Because the entertainment part of this, when I talk to people who are into it, is everything. Like, all the stuff we turn to and think is corny is the part that they actually like. So you can't be a good wrestler if you're not good at the in-between stuff. If you're not a good talker and, and you know, you can't stand in the ring and talk trash to somebody. I'm not, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's a crazy culture, but, you know, think, think about, think it's not about for everybody. Think about the dudes who are legends or people that we remember that were back in, uh, you know, our day, so to speak. We don't remember anything about their matches. We remember their, right. they, their, <laughs> they their, uh, how much crazy, how crazy they talk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's the reason why Ric Flair is such a popular person within, like, um, you know, hip-hop culture. It's I think because, he's the epitome of this, Ric Flair. Because he, he had a mouthpiece. Like, had a mouth oh, on him. Talk, he talk crazy. <laughs> Yeah, well, talk crazy, talk spicy. So, you know what I mean? Like even like Randy Savage talk real crazy. Like we remember, you know. Do you, only do you even think of like cats like Roddy Piper? Back when I used to watch wrestling back in the '80s, like you said, I can't give you a specific match that I remember of Roddy Piper. The biggest memory of him I, I remember, remember him is him cracking, cracking snooker, snooker on the head. and with the chair. 
and, and they weren't even in the ring. They were like at Piper's Pit where he used to have a little Piper's fake talk pit. show. Right. So, <laughs> I have not heard that in 30 years. Supposedly, yeah, he hit him with a pineapple. Then he then he, he jammed a folding chair his into his neck. Yo, you, know how hard, like, yo, you know how hard it is to crack a pineapple on somebody's head, yo? <laughs> I don't even know if it's possible. Yo, I mean, yo, he's cracking his melon, literally. Yo, y'all going to give my man Dusty Rose the, the credit he deserves, because next to Rick Flair. The American Dream. But he's called spicy, too, though. He, he I, but ironically, he B, the, the main event that I fell asleep on featured Dusty yeah. Rose's son, Cody Rose. Isn't it's a lot of legacy. It's a lot of legacy in wrestling too. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitting, was he hitting cats with that Cajun? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is the American dream, a dusty Rose. But I can talk I to a tire hard yeah. out of you, and his, they can tell his me other son, like, his what other they're son trying to set up little, by doing I mean, His this. other son played uh, Gold Dust. Was his other son who was kind of androgynous? He played like a played the LGBTQIA plus wrestler in all gold. Flair daughter is part of everything. I guess, I, I, like I said, I see why the diehards are diehards. Like I, I can't get to that level, but listen, man, it was it it's was all story to watch, time, and this girl and it's, it's a soap opera, dog. It's a sports soap opera. That's all it is, man. Shout out to uh, shout out to Vince running the bag up. Just sold. I think they're selling or, or they're under contract for the UFC's parent company for yeah, like we, nine we, billion. We, yeah, it's 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 crazy. Um, but shout out to them and they're they're uh. They had a, a record weekend for Peacock, up 29% in viewership from last year. Um, so WrestleMania 39, um, they said the viewing was up 32% in reach and 29% in hours viewed versus last year's WrestleMania. So, you know, shout out to them. Shout out to women's basketball, everybody getting their views up. And the crazy part is, yeah. you know, we're not in COVID no more. So people not just sitting at home watching TV. People had to make the decision to watch all of this stuff. So because you know the, 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 that, that's the one thing I think all sports over the like next decade they all going to run the bag to the ceiling because that's the last true thing that has the live component to it. Outside of sports, what do you even care to watch a lot? You want to binge yeah. everything else. I still can't see wrestling being a part of gambling, so we're going to see how that work out. But listen, man, our stat of the week and B Joel Embiid versus Boston on Tuesday night. Stat line, 52 points, 13 rebounds, six assists, two blocks, 20 for 25 from the field. And I believe he was one for three from the three-point line. So Joel is starting to learn how to beast without, you know, compromising his game too much and, and just jacking up threes. Like, at this point, he shoots them when they're there, and, and a lot of the time he's making them. Um, they say he's the first player to record those numbers in the game since Michael Jordan in 1992. I saw something else that said he and Wilt Chamberlain was in some list together because of these numbers as well, but I don't know what it is. But, you know, when you're breaking a record or you're tying a record or you're joining a group, it's the same names. It's going to be either Wilt Chamberlain, it's going to be MJ, um, <laughs> sometimes it's going to be Elgin Baylor, but – it's the yeah. same name. All I gotta show you Will did the record books dirty, dog. When Will came through, he would do no. record books something crazy. Yo. He had 50 years removed from that, and we still see his Yo, name Will, everywhere. He did the record every books. Every time crazy. somebody did Will something. Will did the record so books like he did floozies. He ran Triz Nathaniel. He ran Triz, man. Come on, man. 
Come on, bro. All right, y'all can still hear me because I don't well, like the nerve to bring. Yeah, we got, we got the nerve to bring Bill Russell's name up in the same in the same at- atmosphere as Will, man. Oh, y'all don't man. get out See, of you here. No human being can do that. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you. Shout to B, though, man. Go ahead, What's the next All right, thing you so talk about? Um, our quote of the week is about the same thing. Right after that 52-13-6-2 performance by uh, Joel Embiid, they were talking to Doc Rivers after the game, and he simply said this, the MVP race is over. Um, do y'all agree? And, and shout out to our man Hank, a.k.a. Billy Beige. He was like, you know, he, he kind of agreed, but at the same time, he was like, you know, Doc Rivers – Somebody who always had a problem thinking something was over before it was. Uh, shout out to the, the coach who lost the most series after being up three one in the history of the NBA. So yeah, he got a, he got a point there. Doc don't really be knowing so, when stuff is over. He declares early sometimes. Everybody knows how I feel, and my my opinions might be political. I can admit that because I thought he should have been MVP last year. But with that being said. Um, and I've been I've been rooting for this dude openly to be the MVP. You know, I call him Young Legends because he start playing. I've been a fan of Joel Embiid, and I want to see him do well. But yeah. I got to be honest. The one thing that bothers me with this thing is I don't know if I've ever in my life of watching basketball seen a player want to be MVP more. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I grew up watching a lot of great players, Zeke, MJ, Magic, Bird, Doc, like, I've never seen people openly, like, ask to be MVP. Like, that's the one thing that bothers me about this whole thing. Like, it probably bothers the voters, too, because they're probably crapping on him just just to, you know what I mean, because he's, he's openly doing that. Yo, and I get like, I, 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 I would have voted like, for him last for year as well. I just don't think it's, like, robbery when the other bull was winning. But I would have voted no, I got for him last got you. year, too. I got you. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, would, I, would I don't give lie to you. Like, if, 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 listen, I, I got to keep it a buck, right, with our audience. If, if, the, if the Joker had melanin, he might be a top five player of all time. But that's either here or there. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it, Jimmy on his uh, <laughs> on his Isaiah and, and Dennis Rodman. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> listen, man. Honorable Marcus Garvey said. <laughs> Honorable Marcus Garvey told me his race first. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. All right, yeah, well, you know, shout out to him. We'll see. We're going to see soon who wins this. But, uh, Jim, what, what you want to tell everybody what happened while they were on the ground so we can get up by Yes, sir. Yeah we, we, yeah, we get out here soon. So while you're on the ground, brought to you by Digital Stream Tech. Bottom line, need a website. Hit them up. Say War Room Central, DigitalStreamTech.com, 267-205-4203. But um, <laughs> what happened is we while you on the ground. Jill Biden, Jill, that's J-I-L-L, that is Dr. Jill Biden, who is the first lady. She says she wants Caitlin Clark in Iowa to join LSU at the White House. Like she was inspired by watching the women's hoop game, and I don't think she even recognized how ridiculous what she said sounded, and she has been, been getting clapped at since, and it's kind of like backtrack, but too late. Yeah, she's definitely being backtrack? clapped at. For me, I'm like, Jill, come on, man. Read, like, read the room. But then when you say something to her like that, I mean, it depends on which room she wants to read. You know what I'm saying? She maybe she's not interested in 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 the room that we're trying to tell her to read. You know, never in the history have we heard them them even sit, you know think, oh, we're gonna invite the loser because I mean, would you invite the loser if 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 the black girl's lost? Would you even be thinking about that? Or are you thinking, you know, poor Caitlin 
got taunted. So and 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 they went much farther than we expected them to go. So let's invite them to like read the room, Jill, if if you care about the room. But we know y'all just use the room to to get where you want to get. <laughs> yeah. So FOH. Um, also, while you're gone, I just, I just you know I I I jumped the gun when I brought it up, but uh, I talked about like the the sale, but um, little context to it. Vince McMahon purchased the WWF in 1982 for a and is now talking about this deal for $9.3 billion to Endeavor, who is the parent company of um, Ultimate Fighting Championship. And if they would emerge, this would create a $21.4 billion organization, which to Come me um, is insane considering, like, I watched the UFC, like, you know, from the very beginning in the, the uh, you know, Definitely days. And, 13 years and ago and when we started this. You was by yourself with that. <laughs> Dog, and the crazy part about it is, like, when you watch them when they first started, they were literally just an LLC that would throw events. Like, they had a basic-ass LLC, like, you know, and to see that they're able to purchase a brand that, you know, is a household name, publicly traded company, is just insane, um, you know. But to that point, I don't – sports gambling is a big part of uh, sports and something that's – Orchestrated versus like UFC, which depending upon who you ask, is um, a combat yeah. sport. I don't know how this works, but it's just it's just still interesting to see. Um, but also, there's Jim, a lot of overlap in terms of fans too. That they can have a twenty-one, uh, almost a twenty-one and a half billion dollar organization from men beating other men to a pulp. Like this is what I mean, we that's just, pay that's for. Just, this that's is just, entertainment that's to the human being. <laughs> and you study ancient Rome, and you study Greek, and you study like old African cultures. Like folks like to get together and watch men combat. Like at the end of the day, that's the essence of it all. All right, yeah. well, let's take this call real quick. We got Tobias holding on the line. Take this before we get up out of here. What up, Tobias? Roll damn tide. Oh, well, sorry. I have to still probably jacking up threes and missing them. But uh, <laughs> so, gentlemen, <laughs> hey. First things first about WrestleMania, B. Austin would like this. The top woman in WWE is a black woman who's unapologetically black. Where's she from? Is she Bianca, right? or something? Yeah, Bianca Belair, yeah. It's not, it's not. Well, first uh, off, B. Austin is in shock that, uh, in shock that WWE even lets women compete because in our days, we had to go to <laughs> Yeah, the group. Hey, Miss Elizabeth, Miss Elizabeth got carried into the ring on someone's shoulder. Like she wasn't out there trying to, you know. But yeah, I, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was the chick with the crazy abs and 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 buns that dates the baseball player. And you know what I'm talking about? Nah, I don't. You know what I'm talking oh, about? The one that was the one that was talking crazy with Bow Wow. Yeah. Oh, yo. Jay Cargo. She's an AEW. The other one. Yo, nah. her her physical. She in the root beer league. Yeah, pretty much. She'll be WWE next year because, you know, you want to make money. But, yeah, yeah. And she's unapologetically black, too. Yeah, no, I love her. I, I, I profess. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, you know what's yeah, funny, you know what's funny uh, Tobias? It's, it's something you said it made me think about something. It's funny because, like, with, with the whole Angel Reese story or whatever, we get so excited when people are unapologetically black. That shows you that the default is not to be unapologetically Like, it shouldn't be a be. thing. Like, we all should be unapologetically black, but we the all are. Go to the, the, point the where, default is the cold To switch. the point where when someone is, we get excited. Like, yo, they're unapologetically black. Like, I wonder if other people are all calls. 
And, uh, you know, uh, I was talking about my dad, what Jimmy was talking about earlier. I was like, Pop, be honest. Were you more entertained by the women's tournament than the men? And I was more entertained because, oh, the men's tournament, you don't know who these guys are. The coaches are boring. Uh, I remember back in the day, the Big East coaches were beefing with each other. Uh, the players, you don't know who they are. Uh, the women, they make more money in NIL than the WNBA, Man. so they do all four years. I mean, so I don't know. These, I ain't broke. know these biz either. But. <laughs> yeah. And so, no, so that, that was part of it, Dan. It was like a discovery, yeah. too, because this tournament, them women, not, not only were they balling, they were talking trash. Dog, the chick that um, Caitlin Clark was talking to from Louisville, yep. she was talking heavy to Caitlin Clark. That's why Caitlin Clark was kind of responding to her. She was talking crazy trash. Oh, cool. Yeah. Like, he was talking. But they what all, they all was so going at. But you, but yeah, you, you, because, you always gonna take your shot at the person who's supposed to be the best. Like you got a ball, you got to talk. Yeah. That's how you gonna get your, you know what I mean? That's how you get your views up. Yeah. They was going at it, bro. They was they, they was definitely going at it. Like I'm not gonna sit here and, and lie. Like I'm gonna be watching all the games. Like you know, starting next season. Oh, season. But I, I definitely will. I will tune into certain games. Texas. Yeah. Okay, because, yeah because we're attracted to personalities in sports. People in conflict. The problem with the NBA is there's no more conflict. Everybody likes everybody. Oh, it's okay if you don't like somebody. It's okay. It doesn't mean you have to fight them. But damn it, some conflict will be all right. And uh, <laughs> and I think like with college that's, that's, basketball, that's why they be, try, they be trying to force they be trying to force Joker and, and B to hate each other just because they know what you said is true. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I the only one who be biting uh, a little bit is in B. He'll say something greasy, but then try to yo, be all Joker friendly. Yo, Joker don't matter. Yo. Hey. You know, <laughs> Joker, you know all Joker, Joker do is call his brothers. That's all that's going to happen. Yeah. All you yeah. see is a bunch of tracks coming up on NB. Yeah, they move a bunch of dog food across the state lines. The Joker's really uh, <laughs> laundering money to the NBA. Yeah. And, uh, but like with the women, right, I think that's one reason college football is so popular in most blah, blah parts of the country is because people grow with the players. And that actually helps the NFL draft. Now the NBA draft, like, who the hell is this? <laughs> you know, they say Scoot Henderson is great, but you got to get a ham radio or or, or, the, uh, or or get the old cable box with the filters hanging off the wall to see them. <laughs> nobody can well, see them. Well, to buy, ain't to nobody buy checking for Scoot. Product, that boy there. Scoot done. The product, <laughs> the, the men's product has evolved to a place where the game isn't flattering like the players individually a lot of them have, are very highly skilled take for example james harden i think he's the perfect example of the modern basketball player super skilled you can identify his skills but you don't get excited seeing him play and saying yo i want my son to play like that or yo i want to go out to the park and and imitate james harden like the the flow of the game isn't there with the modern day player because they work on individual skills so much. And then they default to either taking a very, very long shot or trying to get all the way to the rack and dump. It, it, there's no variance or variability. But I think, in scoring. I think that, I think that what Tobias said is actually more accurate though, though. It's, it's, it's more about mm-hmm. the conflict even than that, because I mean, the skills, you know, I just saw, I just saw uh Frenchie, 
a shooter, yeah. a step back three, and then follow his step back three up, punching <laughs> like I've never seen that before. Like I don't yeah, even know how yeah, that's possible. But that's again, that's, that's that's the the, that's and then the that they didn't sure where he jumped from. I think he might have took off. After yeah. the step back, dude, like, yo, he ain't yo, run up. Yo, he just came from the floated point. from the three point. But line. at the end of the day, though, even if Frenchie comes to the league doing that kind of stuff, what Tobias is saying is you still gotta have storylines. Like, yo, the storylines were so great back in the day that like Zeke and MJ still beefing. Well, Zeke, Zeke still beefing. MJ ignoring him, but like those things <laughs> mattered. The Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks and the Heat hating each other. That mattered. The Lakers, Celtics mattered. Like. It's more about the storylines and the conflict. That's what Tobias is the nail on the head. Like I didn't really think about it, so he just said it that way. That that conflict just isn't there because, yo, it's not even about yeah, the skills because other. they're more skilled now. They're more skilled now than ever. But they homies. Like there's really yeah. no conflict. Like I mean, but yeah. even back then, like because we'll say that they're homies. The dudes back then were homies too, but they, they knew how to too. turn that yeah, off when they, they wanted to compete. Court. Like these yeah, days, because, uh, you will hype up, will hype up a matchup, and one dude will load manage the matchup. Like now, that's something they wouldn't do because they felt like they duck and smoke. Like, come on, my but my arch what, rival see, this, is this, in town. I cannot duck this smoke. This goes to this goes to a bigger, a real bigger conversation. We can have a whole show on. Honestly, this goes to capitalism, yo. Because if we really want to break it and break it and break it down, a lot of these dudes are business partners, and they're looking at the NBA as like, I want to get as much, I want to extract as much value as I can while I play. When back in the day, dudes played basketball for the love of the game. Obviously, they like to get paid a lot of money, but they weren't thinking about all the off the court things. They just weren't because they weren't walking businesses, right? They were they were hoop players that got paid a high salary, but they weren't walking business people. So these dudes are constantly thinking about their brand. Me and you are invested in the same startup together, so we're friends because it is. You know what I mean? Like so, it's a, it's 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 capitalism, and if you want to go historically, capitalism has ruined a lot of things. Some will say it's ruined literature. Some will say it's ruined music because yep. it becomes all about extracting value and not necessarily for the love of whatever that craft and or sport it is. So I, I think that's a deeper conversation. I heard yeah, Kobe uh, telling a story once where. He was, you know, a little banged up, and they tried to get him to sit out, and Vince Carter was in town that night, and he didn't want to duck that smoke. And Vince Carter wasn't even that damn good, when, he, you know, in comparison to Kobe, but <laughs> Kobe didn't want to duck that smoke. Yo, last week, they, you know, the media actually got Joel Embiid to bite on trashing Joker a little bit in the media, and then he sat out the game. <laughs> like, like, come yeah. on, man. You don't know the NBA. The other problem is, though, guys, they don't treat their big matchups like events. The NFL would treat the Jaguars, better yet, the Texans and the Titans as an event. The NBA does. Well, how can you how can you treat an event when your best player probably ain't playing? Just about to say, yeah, because they've been fooled many times. and see, the NBA, Tobias, how where, many times they put the Pelicans on national TV and we got to watch Brandon Ingram and, and somebody else because dude never listen, played. They were trying to, yo, they were doing everything in their power to big up the Embiid and Joker matchup. They were trying. Embiid and yo, mother guy, I ain't playing. And see, the NBA missed the point on one thing. At the end of the day, it's still an entertainment league. And, uh, and, you know, and especially with guys, people buy tickets because I went to the Bulls game. My annual Bulls get blown out by the by the Suns game every year now. And, uh, you know, 
but you already know who's going to play. And, and these tickets yeah. are like three, four hundred dollars low. And that's level the same now. thing for the NBA. They're like, we can't keep make trying to make these things events, and then and then these people sit out and yeah. messes up our it's, events. So I can understand because well, personally, I think the NBA was the original event maker, but they just can't. Yeah, they were. They were. Tobias, before we Tobias, before we get out yeah, of here, yeah. I do yeah. want to congratulate you though. Tobias, be I want to congratulate you, Tobias. We be trying to load manage too. Yeah, before we get out, before mm-hmm. get out of here, I gotta congratulate you because I saw your Chicago Bulls. Celebrating being in the playing yeah. game, so I know I know you're yeah. excited about that. So I want to say I want to hey. say congratulations. God. That's how far y'all come. Yeah. Y'all, went from, y'all went from winning six chips to celebrating being in the playing game, Bruh. And you know, if the Bulls somehow get the eight seed, they're gonna go all out, pay Zach Levine the max, tomorrow on thirty million, trade it this year's lottery pick for Nikola Vucevic, which don't don't get me started why they only made it top four protected. Who the hell they think they are? Uh, in a year when Wendy comes out, <laughs> you know, and uh, all that, if some by some grace of God they make the AC, they go they go see Giannis. What's the point? <laughs> what's, what's the point? Jerry Reinsdorf get two extra more money. games to play off revenue. Yeah, extra concession. Yeah. Well, they ain't yeah. gonna be home games, but I don't yeah. know. They might. Well, he get two. He get at least two. He get at least two. He get at least two. I'm about to say he'll get. He gonna he'll, sell, he'll get he gonna sell some, some beer. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like good. Oh, before I go, Jill Biden, we already know who that base you're speaking to with that stuff. And also, her husband's having a hard time right now. Let's keep it real. But uh, her husband probably don't even remember her name. But anyway, if those black girls didn't win, would they be bringing? Would they be inviting them? And my last thing, I forgot to say that y'all talk about the sports. The one thing about the women's game I do like. Damn, they actually throw it to the big person. <laughs> you know, the big, no, you they've, know, they've always, in my opinion, been more fundamentally sound. Yeah, but like B. Austin said, they don't, they don't fly. So. <laughs> yeah, and fellas, hey, you guys yeah, have a good one. And I hate to, I hate to right. tell Mark Cuban this. Jalen Brunson went to New York because he wanted to dribble. Peace, guys. <laughs> Yo, it's funny with this whole story like, that we talked about. Yo, Shaq, Shaq, uh, Shaq has been clapping at folks, and I was wondering why Shaq was so aggressive, but I forgot that Shaq went to LSU. LSU, yeah, yeah. Now he back so on the wagon. They, yeah, she got a statue there. Yeah. I'm, I really think people giving out statues too willy nilly, man. Shaq was yeah, that Dave dude Portnoy, at LSU, but you know, come on, he wasn't even Dave the best Portnoy player on the team. Her, uh, LSU. He called her a POS. Yo, Shaq responded and said, "Yo, so is your mom." Damn. Yeah. Uh, so yo, so so I'm like, all right, Shaq. He was clapping. Yo, he was in the, he was in people's comments clapping at him, but I forgot. Shaq, that, like, Shaq ain't show so that Mumia movie at his theater though. Um, but here's the thing though: if you go back to Chis's uh like Instagram and stuff, like Shaq has been like quote unquote her big brother, like even before all this, like so he's been working with her and all that kind of stuff. So he took that personally. But anyway, that's why you were on the grass night. All right, right. We're about to get up out of here, but this date in sports history brought to you by Sports the Book. Y'all know what it is. Greatest sports book ever written, written by War Room's own Jimmy the Blueprint. Get your copy, warroomsports.com or Sports the Book. April 6, 1987. Big, big, big boxing match in the middleweight division. Middleweight World Boxing Championship bout. Sugar Ray Leonard. We all, we all probably remember this from our childhood. Sugar Ray Leonard upsets marvelous Marvin Hagler at Caesars Palace in Paradise, Nevada. You know, the middleweight division used to be Liddy. 
back in the day, and this was one of those fights that made it so. Um, this is one of those fights you see in your pop or whoever you was, you know, with at the time be so hype about that you had no choice but to get into it yourself. And, and yeah, I remember this. Um, shout out to, to Sugar Ray. Shout out to Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Uh, anything y'all remember about that before we go? Yo, remember Sugar Ray doing that nut-ass punch where he, like, wind his hand up, which, <laughs> yeah. in, which in 2023 looks so ridiculous. But back then, that was lit. You do that, I'm going to swear on you. <laughs> you start winding your hand, I'm going to just tackle you. You ain't going to embarrass me. Yo, yo, back in, <laughs> yo, it was, like, in 2023, thinking about that is crazy. It's so <laughs> wack. Ain't that, called, <laughs> ain't, that the bolo, ain't that the bolo punch? Something like that. Oh, something, did y'all know that y'all man like that. fought last week? I know Roy Boy Jones, Jones he, got, he got knocked out or something, didn't he? I don't know, but no, he didn't. No, he yes, he, he did. did. Yeah, he, yeah, he fought that Louis. He fought that Louis Chew. Yeah, yeah, Roy Jones Jr. fighting down at Xfinity Live. <laughs> Yo, he definitely he took an L though. He lost. Yeah, they, they tried yeah, to Roy record got to be like thirty and thirty now. Right. He was one of them dudes who hadn't lost a fight. The only fight he had lost during his prime was by disqualification because he stole ball after he dropped him. And now, yeah, now he's like, he's playing like 500. Damn, man, we definitely forgot. Um, All right, man, let's get out of here. Yeah, man, but shout to, uh, shout to boxing, man. You know, make, maybe boxing will get bought by Endeavor and make it better. But it, with that being said, Roy Jones Jones just got beat by Anthony Pettis, and they had the nerve to pay Roy Jones $700,000. Was that a YouTuber? Dang. Um, I don't know. Shout out to Skyview. Actually, I think he was a a UFC dude that that decided to buy. Yeah, he he is. He is, but I'm just thinking about it. He got got a 700K to rumble up. He said Marvin Hagler was his cousin. Okay, your cousin lost, B. But um, shout out to Marvin Hagler anyway. (laughs) And the but, fact uh, that he said that Marvin Hagler was his cousin made me forget. I know he called him. I know he's not his cousin no more. Rest in peace, Marvin Hagler. I forgot Marvin Hagler died, but he definitely lost. Oh, he said he's not his cousin because he passed. I'm about he said your cousin like you know unless <laughs> he it was by marriage. <laughs> yeah, I'm like yo, yo, like he still was a legendary fighter. Don't disown him, but you know. He just but anyway, died, like 2021 um, too. Rest in peace to marvelous Marvin, man. Oh damn, he was, he, that was three. Yeah, he was 67 and three with 52 knockouts. He probably underrated oh, yeah. Yeah. when it all said and done. Probably, because until you just said that, I never realized he was 67 and three. Damn. Hey. Now I got to do my, my research and make the yeah, argument. Uh, Wikipedia, Wikipedia on here lying about y'all man. Roy Jones about about Boy, not, Mar- him, not Marciano. They got him 66 and 10. Roy Jones has lost more than 10 fouls. <laughs> How many of them are sanctioned? Right, so like, well, thank you. Yeah, I'm about to say a yeah, lot of because all them Jones don't be sanctioned. He's gonna fight at yeah, arena. Also, 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 I'm gonna throw this up so that one of y'all have an alley oop. Yo, why is Roy Jones' nationality American and Russian? I'm gonna I go ahead and let y'all answer that. <laughs> I ain't taking that. Oop. I ain't even messing with that. Yeah. He dies. He dies. No man. comment. <laughs> he probably he probably got he probably got that citizenship to get a couple fights over there. That's all that is. <laughs> that's anyway, all, man. That's all it was. Yo. Shout out to all our supporters, man. Everything can be everything we do can be found at hubofwarreports.com. That's all of our podcasts, webcasts, blogs, network. Everything is at warreports.com. Includes sports books. 
But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. Why? Until naive. Y'all must have tried to forget. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.